Here we go. Three, two, one. You guys don't have to clap. You know, oh, right? shit. Oh, sorry. Yeah. We're just we're so used to clapping. So used to clapping. We do it every single time. Yeah. No matter what, we always do it. More or less. <laughs> At the beginning or the end of the podcast, you know, <laughs> we clap. We're clappers. Ready? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Three, one, two, two. What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome into another edition of Brennan Tassif is your ex-drinking buddy. There's going to be a graphic there. Oh. I am your host, Brennan Tassif. If you're new to the program, quick rundown of the show. I used to be everyone's favorite drinking buddy. It was my favorite thing to do. Hang out with friends, get drunk, do drugs, get in all sorts of trouble, and then later on reminisce about those crazy stories. I am sober now, but that is still one of my favorite things to do. Hang out with people and reminisce about the crazy old days. Most weeks I will be joined by a guest. This week is no exception! <laughs> From the disastrous pod, another crossover. Here we come, Amanda Lundy and Hannah Schmidt. What's up? How are you two doing? Good. We're chilling. Yeah. Amazing. Thanks for having us on. Of course. Thank you for coming on. Plug everything up front. Of course, the podcast, disastrous pod. Mm -hmm. Tell everybody what it's about. Uh, disastrous. <laughs> oh, I'm real bad at this. You know. Disastrous is the podcast where we talk about uh, whoopsies, whoopsies and daisies and whoopsie daisies <laughs> while we're at it. Uh, you can find us on just about everywhere you get podcasts. Yeah. And uh, if we want to plug, you know, Instagram, we're disastrous pod. Mm-hmm. TikTok, we're disastrous pod. Don't forget the L-Y. Okay. Facebook, we're disastrous somewhere. And I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I don't know how Facebook pages work. I don't actually know how you find Who us. Who did it? I don't. Oh, I did. It. Oh, you did it? <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. I don't even know how to log into Facebook. Like, I used to manage social media <laughs> <laughs> for a restaurant. Oh, no shit. It's always, oh, they always just get the youngest, like the younger oh, people. And absolutely. they're like, you can do it, right? And they're like. Yeah, of course. Sure, yeah. yeah. No problem. I'm just afraid, like, if I ever get on Facebook, that it's going to be, like, tapping into my my shit and, like, it will record my thoughts and then, like, post them. Is that well how Facebook works? N- no, <laughs> but it, it does when you're, like, in middle school and you're on Facebook. So I was recently thinking about deleting my entire Facebook, so I went yeah. – back because i wanted to maybe like archive everything yeah and I especially some, some of the pictures and stuff i found some incredible posts from like 2011 oh yeah. my god can you tell us one of them oh, one was <laughs> why are there no new glees <laughs> i would like to know the answer to that question and then another one was like it was definitely like a copy and pasted like it was like that girl you bullied in whatever, she goes home and cries every night. <gasps> that boy you da-da-da, he does this. And it's like, but it was Hogwarts specific. Nice. <laughs> so it was like that girl you called ugly in potions class. Like <laughs> she she go home. And it's like that Are you boy. big Hogwarts? Are you big uh, Harry Potter fan? I was. I was. I mean, you Emo know, in recent Harry years, yeah. uh, you know, we've tapered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, Amanda's been on the show before. Mm-hmm. Um, go back and she has a bonus episode so go back subscribe on patreon listen to that yeah um you talked about getting hammered at a casino and getting kicked out yep. taking wine and bags to the beach yeah, yep. that happened too. Was, yeah that's just ziplocs uh, yeah exactly. <laughs> not even bag it I fits mean, in the cooler better that, it does. Was, that was the that was the name of the episode yeah, I think. you cannot fit a box of wine in the cooler but you can take the bag out and easily fit it in a cooler it's it's just so easy. Why but wouldn't you do it? it? Hannah, you have not been on the show before. I have not. Hello. So tell everybody about yourself. How did you get into the yeah. podcast with Amanda? Why disasters? And real quick, because we kind of touched on it, but the podcast is about disasters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like random disasters in history. We talk about a lot of disasters through history. Our favorites tend to be ones in the 1800s 
and ones that like humans directly did because okay. those are kind of easier to joke about yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely. without feeling too bad we do love it when uh the blame lands solidly on a man oh that's it's the best. really oh it's delicious sweet it's gotta be most of them right that yeah. are natural dis- oh, i mean even the natural disasters you know that's god doing it <laughs> oh listen don't even get us started on acts of god <laughs> the manliest man of them all yeah. <laughs> Did you hear like the Catholic Church is changing God's pronouns? No. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're changing it to them. Or like no, they not. instead of he. No, they're not. Yeah, yeah. They would never. I mean, I think they should, but they would never. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, this could be just not news. It could be like a tweet that I saw. Fake news. <laughs> it's the worst. The worst fake news. Really good. I swear it's terrible. All right. So let's talk about Hannah. Yes. Yeah. How uh, did you find Amanda? How did this happen? Um, Amanda actually posted on backstage. Okay, which you're you're an actor you're familiar with, but it's you know like a not backpage, backstage. Backstage, yes, yeah. Backpage is where and like, where you get all the good the good escorts, stuff. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. I think we know what you're saying by <laughs> talking about escorts. <laughs> um, but actually, it's uh, it was Brennan's idea because I was like, I was yeah, like, I, I was start- just setting you up. But yeah, yeah, I was-, I was like, I was like, are you gonna tell her? Should I tell her? I well, I know how all this happened, but I want TV. the listeners to know how it happened. <laughs> so I was like, I really want to start podcasting again. He's yeah, like, you came on mine and you reinvigorated you for podcasting. Yeah, right. And uh, he was like, dude, just put out an ad on backstage. And then he checked in with me a week later. He's like, did you ever put that ad out? And I was like. No, no. I'll do it right now. <laughs> I do it right now. And then I, I found it. As soon as, hit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As soon as you put the ad up, I was like, is this it? And I took a screenshot and I sent it to you. And you go, yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, and so then you two found each I other. found it. We like FaceTimed twice mm-hmm. and we were like, this is good. This yeah, is fun. Because there was another person that you were going to, you were talking some to. some bitch. And I was like. <laughs> some fake ass bit. I, I don't know this person. <laughs> no, but it was just one of those things where she's like, yeah, I, a couple people reached out and I responded. And I remember the, it was a running joke because I think she like flaked on you on one of the FaceTimes. And I was, mm-hmm. and I did that. I was like, fuck that. Like, <laughs> you can't even get on a FaceTime before the show even starts. Fuck her. Fuck that. Let's go to her house. Yeah. And you're like, oh, she lives in California. I was like, fucking road trip. Here <laughs> we go. Let's go. And then you found Hannah. Yeah. And now, Hannah, what's your background as far as like uh, wanting to do the podcast and stuff? Like, why? What was your driving force to do that? Yeah. I mean, I love podcasts. I've always been a podcast girly. Um, uh, I lived alone my senior year of college, and I just constantly had a podcast playing, mm-hmm. just so the dark thoughts wouldn't creep in too much. Absolutely, you know? move, girl. Um, <laughs> what, um, what? If you don't mind me asking, what year was this? Like, what are the what are the podcasts you're listening to? Well, at that time. Oh, this was recent. I'm a little baby. Okay. Um, uh, I love how did this get made? Yeah, mm-hmm. I love me some Jason Mendoza. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, What's yeah, up, like, jerks? Oh, he's the best. He but a the lot best. of how did this get made? Mm-hmm. A few like Dungeons and Dragons podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I nod aloud. I'm like, yeah, wait, yeah. what? <laughs> this is when I reveal myself as a big old nerd. She already knew. I mean, I am too. I know I like it. You already People look at me and they go, misogynist, homophobic from the South. Mm-hmm. And then they get to know me and they go, Giant baby, just a giant nerdy baby. <laughs> nerdy baby. Star Wars is the greatest love story ever written. I, I stand by that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Have you ever killed six year olds for someone you love? Oh, oh, you mean that one? Yeah. That okay. One. <laughs> All right. I'm trying to think. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I don't think so. Still a lot of shit, man. I don't know. 
I mean, uh, uh. so then you guys start doing the podcast. Yeah. And what is your background? Do you, are you in the theater? Or are you in yeah, okay. I'm theater? I'm an actor. Okay. Um, you know, actor. An actrice, as some say. Um, <laughs> right now, I'm teaching little kitties too. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, they don't. They they're not allowed to know about the podcast. Oh, you haven't told them? <laughs> oh, of course not. We curse so much. We curse so much. You we really? Cuss left, right, and center. My dad actually was like. You know, I I tried to listen to your episode about invasive species, but you just said fuck so much. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't say fuck. He was like, you just dropped the F-bomb. Yeah. So we've tried to... Tone it down for Tone Dominic. it down a little bit. Yeah. That uh, bites me in the ass a lot, too. Yeah. Because um, I have family that'll listen to the podcast uh, through no fault of my own. Like, I was just like, yeah, just subscribe and rate it. And then you never have to listen to it again. Yeah, just, just give me the Yeah, just give me the subscribe, rate, and review. Uh but then, um, like, I've had guests on, and, you know, as a host, you have to kind of be a chameleon where when you have match different guests vibe. on where you you got to be like, okay, yeah, match the vibe. Mm-hmm. So I've had guests, you know, I was a college athlete. Like, I've, you know, been around the block or two and, you know, rehabs and jails and stuff. So sometimes I have guests on and they're talking about, like, hookups and stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah, man. <laughs> and then I'll, like, go, like, into hookups. And then I'm like, fuck, my grandma listens. <laughs> oh, no. Whoopsies. She knows all my disgusting secrets. That's gross. But you guys just cuss, so that's not too bad. Yeah, I think we just cuss. Yeah, pretty much. I think once have you ever doing shrooms, but well, in the wedding, knew about that. Yeah. the wedding thing too. Oh yeah, well my my I have a lot of family in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. We went to like two weddings down there mm-hmm. this year. Um, which like being in Kentucky, it just takes something out of you. Mm-hmm. Um, but now my cousin who <laughs> is who's now part an of avid that family, listener. like <laughs> is in his rotation now. Oh god, that's um, awesome. Uh, I don't think my grandma knows how to listen to podcasts, and I'm like, don't tell her. That's yeah. good. That's good. There's don't look at that little us. purple button on I your phone. It also doesn't do think, anything. I also think that a lot of times people will listen, because we were talking about this before we got on, but a lot of people will listen to the clips mm-hmm. and then go, oh, I listened to your podcast. Mm-hmm. Because I have said some things on my podcast where, and I know certain people listen because it's gotten back to other people where I'll get like a text like, hey, watch what you say about blah, blah, blah. But then I have other people where I'm like, oh, if they actually heard a full episode, they would not be happy with the subject matter and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, they're just listening to the clips because there's no way that I wouldn't be getting a text or a phone call. And they're like, what do you mean you've done heroin? (laughs) Are you okay? And you're like, I've done the rehab. Yeah, I'm I'm past all that. But so. I love having both of you on. I like doing these crossover episodes. One, because you have the disastrous pod. But mm. two, Amanda said that she had a story, <gasps> ex-drinking buddy related, that she was going to share. I do. And is it about you or is it in the vein of disastrous where it's about an event that happened? It is in the vein of disastrous. It is about an event. Um, so for our- I didn't know that beforehand. That was just <laughs> me being- brand, brand new to, yeah. <laughs> to Brennan. So on the disastrous podcast- uh, Hannah and I, like she said, will go through events in history, and we will kind of write up a, we'll write up a a story, a like, book we'll, report. Yeah, exactly. It's okay. a nice little cute book report, and some horrible gnarly things happen. Um, but yeah, like we take in all these sources and we kind of put it all into a, a nice little digestible kind of exactly. format, a, a little tale. If all right. You will. So I do have something for you. Um, Hannah knows some of it. Um, I have the whole. Thing, okay. If that's cool. Yeah. Cool. Take you it away. Wanna, what is it? Y'all want to jump into it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'd love to know Regale about us this. with a tale. Oh, yes. Um, and feel free to, as we do on our podcast, like 
have me wait, explain stuff, um, most of which I won't be able to, and then we will keep going. Okay. We have a bit of cheeky banter. A cheeky banter. And, we have a uh, bit of chat. Uh, yep. Yeah. Right, Papa Fit. Yeah, you like it. On paper. He's my type. <laughs> he's my type. Ted Lasso's coming back. I'm uh, excited about that. March 15th. Girl, you think I don't know? Never watched all of it. No. What? Oh. oh, my God. I'm sorry. That's important. He, okay, I'll do it next. Ted Lasso is one of my favorite shows, and it's because he, after playing sports my whole life, I'm like, if I had a coach like him, I'd fucking oh. kill every. Like, I'd run through a wall. Uh, like, yeah, you'd follow him yeah. through the game. Because I've had coaches where they're like, like, if I'm fired up, find whatever you got to find. Like, they get, like, super hyped. Yeah. And I, I do like those coaches. I'm like, yeah. And then I've also had coaches, like, my coach in college was very much like, yeah, like this is our job. Let's go out there and play. Yeah, and he was older and stuff, but, but Ted Lasso a, is like a, a perfect that, like, combination. Of, grabs you by the heart and is just, yeah. and you're like, okay, you want to play for him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh. he's gently inspiring. Because we're talking about practice, but you can't do it because you're hurt. Oh, it's so good. Give me goosebumps. All right, okay. So, so what is this? What happened? So the story I'm going to be telling today is about Ten Cent Beer Night. So this is a would you say like a relatively like well-known, well-ish known story? I have not heard of it. I've only heard it because it was on a podcast I used to listen to years and years ago. Okay. So I heard it there. Well, so some of my source- sources were like Weird History YouTube, ESPN YouTube. Um, the Dollop does a an episode on this. It's, hey, that's the we one love I the listen dollop. to. Yeah, it's like, oh, I was going to say don't promote another podcast, but we love the Dollop here. We do love the Dollop, and it's the Dollop's like fifteenth episode. So really? it's like, yeah, I yeah, really that's, early that's on. Gareth, right? Yeah, Gareth yeah. Reynolds. Yeah. and Dave Anthony. Yeah, huge shout out, so, Gareth Reynolds, Dave Anthony. Amazing. So um, you guys are more than welcome to come on the show whenever you want, <laughs> <laughs> and sit on this couch with me and Hannah. We'll just we'll all oh, yeah, the, do a foursome. Oh, yeah, four some. Four some, five some. So, setting the scene. Speaking of back page, <laughs> 1970s Cleveland. Uh, thousands of workers are unemployed because 600 factories have shut down in the last like two or three decades. So, this is the Rust Belt era going into the Rust Belt era? Well, no, because the 70s, because Cleveland I was a big autumn. Rust Belt was a location. No, but I'm yeah. saying the reason it became the Rust Belt was because in the Midwest, the it was a big uh, source for uh, automotive factories. Oh, and everything but, rusted. Yeah. Interesting. But in this, It's like the Bible Belt is like where all the Bibles are churches told. are. Oh, okay. I, was but, like, I, forget. I thought it was like a long road that you just walk down with your Bible sack and you just... <laughs> your stick and satchel yeah, with your Bibles in it. Yeah, got your Bibles in it and then you just hand them out. Look. I don't know, man. Um, All right, do you tell them? You tell me. What oh my god! I think there was a church. There was a cult on the train I took to get here. What? There was a cult on the train. I don't you know for sure. But side were- note: We'll come <laughs> yeah, back to ten cent beer night. It's a big side story. <laughs> but there were these two like fairly young, like conventionally pretty looking girls coming up to people and going, "Hey, we're going to church on Sunday. <gasps> Are you coming with us?" I can't believe you said that because no. I went down to the Q train on Saturday. And these two, I was in a suit because we went to Matt Fulcheron's wife's birthday party and he was like, dress up. So I was like, any excuse to wear a suit. So I put my suit on and I go downstairs and I'm waiting. I'm like about to walk down to the Q train and these two traditionally attractive young like, men yeah. oh. came up to me and said, hey, um, do you want to go to church with us tomorrow? Yeah. That's like their vibe. It's like, what? hey, we're going to church. Like they yeah. just like are so excited about church. And I was like- 
this doesn't feel awesome. Well, so I was like, I was like, I was like, no, man, but thank you. And he goes, nice suit. And yeah, I was they like, complimented me too. Yeah. They oh, were like, so he didn't really like my suit. Pretty. Your makeup looks great. And I know my makeup looks great. So I think it was genuine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the suit was <laughs> genuine. You got sparkles too. on, yeah. Yeah, I know. It does it's look great. really easy. You just put sparkles on and people compliment you. <laughs> try that. So no Colts. We should try that. We should. Do, yeah. do it tomorrow? Yeah. I'm down. <laughs> I'll go. wear it to work. Yes. Okay. All right, should we go back? Yeah, so I'm just kidding. The reason I was confused was because you said the 1970s, and I think manufacturing was still in a big boom in that era in the 1970s, but now you're saying a lot of the factories had closed, so I could just be getting my timelines mixed up. According to your research, the factory, a lot of factories had closed by the 70s. Exactly, yes. Um, So according to my research, which uh, um, (laughs) 600 factories in Cleveland had closed. Holy shit, that's like all of Cleveland. It's all of Cleveland. Like that's so... That's, that's so many factors. It's got to be every building. So there was high unemployment, high uh, drug use, crime, all of the things that come along with pro- poverty mm-hmm. kind of uh, turned Cleveland into a powder keg. And to boot, all of the pollution from the factories had leaked into the Cuyahoga. Cuyahoga. There you go. Cuyahoga that's River. Cool. And the river was literally on fire. <laughs> I have heard of that. Dude. Yeah, yeah dude. What the fuck? <laughs> so they're like five story high, like smoke and flames. And Cleveland was just like that. But <laughs> it's cool. Welcome to the Thunderdome. <laughs> Seriously. And they're just like, yeah, this is just how we live. Mad Max Cleveland Road. <laughs> For real. And uh, and the Cleveland Indians sucked. Mm-hmm. Like they were just like bad. Now the Cleveland Guardians. But back then, the Cleveland exactly. Indians. The problematic. Ooh, when did they change their name? Like two or three years ago. A couple years ago, yeah. Oh, around Redskins time. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, Washington football team, yeah. Uh, Which I'm so pissed they went to the commanders. Washington football team was like a dope-ass name. I'm not even being sarcastic. No, I was like, that's kind of fucking G. Agree. To be like, oh, you're the Jaguars, you're the Lions, you're the this, you're the that. We're the football team. Uh, are, that's so cute. <laughs> yeah, that's so cute. The Panthers? Oh, my God, adorable. Uh, we adorbs. actually run shit. We're just the football team. We do our jobs. <laughs> So, I think we talked about this on a different episode, what we, we would have too. called them. Yeah. I wanted it to be like the Swamp Boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the Swamp Boys. I think that'd be just adorable. The Washington and- Fake News is. <laughs> I just like doing the fake Trump Newtons? impression. Fake News is. Oh. oh. I thought you said Fake Newtons. I, I like I've been trying. 2024 is coming out, so I've been trying really hard to bring back my Trump impression. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's running again, so yeah. put your Yay. boots on. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, give me a second to have an existential crisis. <laughs> all right, and I'm back. He's not. He's not, not gonna, he's not going to win. He's going against. That's what we all said in 20. Yeah, but now though. he's going against my boy in the in the Florida South, baby. Desantis coming at. No, what if I was? Oh, I was like, what the fuck are <laughs> you talking about, eyes? Amanda? Where did you bring me? <laughs> I know. I was like, <laughs> what if I was that hyped about it? <laughs> Just take off my headphones. I'm like, I gotta. <laughs> Oh my good lord of So us. as You're a comic a that is one of, and you guys as podcasters understand this, but that's one thing that can get you in trouble sometimes is you do a bit uh-huh. and then people laugh and you're like, Oh, I'm just gonna keep doing the bit and then they don't know that it's like I do the Trump impression at work and then people will laugh, so I'll just keep doing it and they go, Wait, is Brennan like a huge a Trump, Trump guy? Yeah. If you do a bit too much, people start to like look at it differently yeah, and they're, they're like, like Oh, that's just who you are. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Well, so the greatest Cleveland's on fire. The Indians suck. 
what better time to sell cheap beer, right? Yeah. So is this at a Indians game, I'd assume? I'm going to tell you all of this. Okay. Yeah, come down, please. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, just Ron DeSantis, it back. <laughs> to quote my ex, I'm just being a little premature, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> of course we know what you're saying, Brennan. That's Escorts, just a joke. You know what I mean? Back page. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is the one you need to clarify. Yeah, this is a bit. I'm doing a bit. <laughs> That yeah. was never an issue. In fact, the opposite. <laughs> you know? You know what I mean? <laughs> Can we just wrap this up and get it over with? <laughs> Me thinks he doth protest too much. <laughs> I know. Say it again and we'll believe you. So The six, opposite. It was <laughs> <laughs> six days before the infamous ten cent beer night, um, the Indians were hosted by the Rangers in Arlington Stadium in Texas. Mm-hmm. It's like late May. Uh, in the fourth inning of that game, Cleveland player John Lois Lowenstein Lowenstein uh, stepped on third and threw to second, but there was a hard slide, which I'm not really sure what that means, but it feels like it's a little too aggressive mm-hmm. um, from Ranger Lenny Randall. Mm. So, so Cleveland's on defense. Lenny Randall's running from second, first to second, hard slide or. Second to third, hard slide to third, into third, hard slide. So in the eighth inning, Cleveland pitcher Mil- Wilcox wanted to send a little uh, a little message, message yeah. to to Lenny Randall, tune him up a little bit. Yeah, and it's called chin music, which mm-hmm. I didn't know oh. that's what it's called. So when you throw it really close to their head, <gasps> it's called chin music. I'm like, oh, that's an adorable name for something very, very aggressive <laughs> and dangerous. Yeah, yeah, super dangerous. Super dangerous. <laughs> Later on, Shawn Michaels, the infamous wrestler. The heartbreak kid himself, his finishing move would be called sweet chin music. Really? Yeah, where he would get everybody going and, and then, then kick you in the face. Ah! Oh, I thought he would like do the, the elbow drop with his chin. Oh, no. <laughs> He'd kick you in the face. But yes, more chin music as it were. I hate that for him. Okay, so uh, basically Randall, Lenny Randall bunted. Wilcox grabs the ball goes to tag Randall and then Randall forearms him. Oh, okay. That's not allowed. I guess not. Can you explain to us what that is? That's the whole setup? No, like what a forearming is. Yeah, a forearm is where you just... Oh, oh you just... Shit. Hit him with your forearm. Oh, oh so it's like, like a, a clothesline. That's, I, well, yeah, clothesline is there. Yeah. Sure exactly what the... Yeah, so if you give someone a forearm, we call it a two-piece and a biscuit. You give them <laughs> two pieces and a biscuit. <laughs> Is that chicken? Yeah, it's or a escorts it, it's again. A, it's a reference to chicken. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I don't hit escorts. Why? What? Why would you insinuate such a thing? <laughs> I would never do that. We always think you're. Referring. I wouldn't do that at all, ever. <laughs> well, see what I'm doing? Say yes. The say bit it again. about the do- he thinks he does. Yeah, the yeah, there we go. Hey, yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. Call that a callback. <laughs> so, Lenny Randall. I, I really don't hit people. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Unless they ask me to. And then I'm more than happy to. Yeah. So first baseman <laughs> comes over and just punches Lenny Randall. Yeah. I was going to say, that's not like, allowed. Yeah, this is- the forearm, not allowed. But then the first baseman is like, I guess we're doing this. And yeah. he just comes over. That and- happens a lot in baseball because they're not real athletes. <laughs> so they, they have need to, to like, cut it out somewhere. They, they have need to, to get their aggression out. Yeah. They have to like flare. Well, and so like a full brawl yeah. ensues, right? There's thrunches, thrunches, punches thrown. And they land, and the Texas fans are pouring like beer and throwing food and you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that, right? Well, 
Texas manager Billy Martin was asked, like, do you think there's any going to be any retaliation next week when, when you, you guys are in Cleveland? Cleveland? And he was like, playing the same team. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, no, they don't have enough fans for it to be a problem. What? Oh, <laughs> shit. Ooh, okay. I was like, shots? Fired down bang, bang. the gauntlet. Yeah. So a uh, new rival mode initiated. So cut to six days later. It's ten cent beer night, and this. So is- does does you might not have this on your research? Yeah. Does Cleveland do this to get as many people in the stadium as possible? Yes. Bingo, bango. Have yes. they done a ten cent beer night before? I think they had done um, like promotions similar to this. Okay. Previously, but Billy Martin wasn't far off because they had to do ten cent beer night to fill the stadium. Yeah. So he's not wrong. That's exactly right. So um, yeah, it literally is about to say right here. So June fourth, nineteen seventy four. The Cleveland Indians. Oh, that's my sister's birthday. Oh, 1974. She old. No. You old. No. I'm so sorry. Was that 39? No, just June 4th. 49? (laughs) Somebody that was born in 74? Yeah. That's like 50. 49. Because it's 23. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Sorry, I'm a woman. I actually can't do math. (laughs) I was like, math? I didn't we're, know. We're, I honestly we like dumb little stop. woman brains. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's a hard pass for us. Thanks. They said it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cleveland. I mean, me and DeSantis would agree, but yeah, well, of course you would. So, <laughs> besties. Like I said, Cleveland sucked at the time. Yeah, and so they would get like twelve to thirteen thousand fans for an average game. Well, they had 25,000 this time. It blows my mind when they're like, oh, they don't have enough fans. It's like, it's, that's 13,000 people. still a lot of that's people. That's a lot can of people. Can you imagine 13,000 people watching you doing something? Oh, my God. I can only hope. Yeah. Cello uh, MSG. Yeah. That's 18 or 22. Yeah. Nice. Well, so oh. they had 25,000 fans. What? Why did you? I just didn't know how big MSG was. Yeah, it's like like, small, it's like, like 18, I know. If we can pack a bigger. stadium with like 25,000. So outdoor stadiums uh, for outdoor sports are naturally bigger because the field is bigger. So the, the, sure, circumference, the circumference around it is bigger. So like <clears throat> Makes sense. Foot, baseball actually has some of the bigger stadiums. Football has some of the biggest. Like college yeah. football – it's funny because people think college football and they think, well, it's not as popular as the pros, which they oh, could I, be right. But I, in the South, well, you know, from Kentucky, yeah, popular, SEC country. Like. Yeah. Um, there are stadiums that hold. I think the biggest stadium in the NFL is like 89,000. There are stadiums in college that hold 130. Yeah. What? Yeah. And they sell out. Like what? you'll see like max capacity, 130. Attendance, 133. That's insane. Yeah. Wow. And that, like, I played in stadiums like yeah. that. It's deafening. But also, should we be pl- should we be paying college players? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Check out Cheers from the Press Box. We yeah, have a yeah, whole yeah, yeah, discussion yeah. about this. Yeah. I got eight concussions to, and no healthcare to prove it. Yeah. Oh, good Jesus for you, Christ. man. So proud of you. So, what happens? No fans, 13,000 <laughs> so, people. So, they normally have twelve to 13,000 people, but 10 cent beer night, 25,000. Still didn't fill that stadium. Not quite, but there were 50 <laughs> security guards. And for 25,000 people. Yeah. And as we know, that's not enough. (laughs) No, it's not enough. And Hannah actually did an episode. um, It was disco demolition. Yes. Similar problem. Bunch of people like are in there being rowdy and they have like. They had like. What what is disco demolition? Oh, disco demolition is really fascinating. They a ton of. What year is this? I think it must have been the 70s 70s. when disco was like big. And there was a 
um, like shock jock radio guy who was like, fuck disco, this stuff sucks. And we're like, is this rooted in anti-blackness a little bit? Yep. Um, <laughs> and so at a baseball game, they were going to blow up a ton of disco records. Uh-huh. And that's I always think that's chaos. hilarious because you have to buy the records to blow them up. Yeah. Yeah. So you're kind of supporting the artist. Yeah. <laughs> but there were people inside the stadium going crazy. And then also there are people outside the stadium who were like, oh, we couldn't get in. Let's just start our own fires and oh, wow. our own records. Burning cars. And so shit. they had to like divert half the security outside, outside. the stadium. God. Yeah. yeah. So what happens in the, Cleveland? Uh, listen to Disastrous. Yeah, I was going to say, listen to the whole thing. and you, you I need my notes. Everything <laughs> leaves my brain immediately. <laughs> so the drinking age is 18. You got 25,000 like young people. In yeah, there. they're, they're trash people. They're from Cleveland. <laughs> I was like, uh, take note, Cleveland, and email Brennan about it. Yeah. So <laughs> I can say that. My whole family's from Ohio. So... You could get a bleacher seat for 50 cents. So all in for $1, five you could get beers. five beers and a bleacher seat. So that's that seems unhealthy. It really <laughs> does, doesn't it? And they're like, how, how could this be bad? It's probably like a healthy pour, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This it's is not the like 70s. Nowadays it's not where it's eight like, ounces. These yeah. are 12 ounce beers. Yeah. Good okay. Yes. So these are 12 ounce beers. And there was no, since it was the 70s, there was no way to really see how much each person was buying, but there was a six beer per order per person limit. <laughs> okay. So Hannah so, just walks up and she gets her six beers and she walks away. But then Amanda, who's sitting with me, also comes I and go gets up, her six beers. We chug all of our beer. We go get in line. We get our six beers. We so come it's back. per order. So you could just keep doing it. Oh, you just keep absolutely. doing it. And that's what people were doing. So <laughs> there was just like no control over how much people could buy or drink or whatever. So... Early and you said the drinking age was 18 at the time? 18. Yeah. So the crowd was a lot younger. Yeah. How old were you when you started drinking? Oh, probably like 15 or 16. Okay. Because yeah. we talked about it on your episode. You were around the same age, weren't yeah. you? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think the first time I had a drink, I was like nine. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I was at a wedding and my yeah. sister was like, here, drink some of dad's Coke. And it was a rum and Coke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I woke up in prison. And then once I was in Costa Rica and we were on a catamaran and this guy came up to me and was like, sunset special. And I was like, I'm 14. And he was like, sunset special. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, a lot of pineapple in it. <laughs> I was like, I guess yeah, those, I'll drink the sunset those special. Those Hawaiian, or not Hawaiian, those like uh, island drinks are very, those are those will sneak up on you. And the hangover is always so much worse because. the sugar. The mm-hmm. sugar. Yeah. The, I think one of the best drinks I ever had was I was like 18, 17, 18 on vacation in Jamaica. And it was like pineapple, orange juice, mango, whatever yeah, in it. But it had delicious. like a shit ton of rum in it. Yeah. So yeah. I had a couple of them. And I was like, I feel great. <laughs> you woke up the next day like, I think I'm going to die. I think I'm going to die. Well, I think I had like two or three of them because like. That's still so much. That's like literally yeah. chugging sugar. But I mean, you're 18. You're, you're not going to hang. Yeah. Well, that's the funny thing too is I there's a very funny comic, uh, Jack Napier, shout out, uh, Daytona comic. But he has this really funny bit where he talks about, um, he goes, I didn't really understand sugar. Until I started doing cocaine. <laughs> what? Wait. <laughs> I didn't really understand like how bad sugar was for you until I started doing cocaine. And then you look at like the back of a box of cereal and you're like, 28 grams of oh, sugar? I get it. Do you know how much 28 grams is? So, so much sugar. It's like a brick of sugar. Yeah. It's a kilo of sugar. 
But yeah, so that always makes me laugh. <laughs> that is but funny. it's the same thing with alcohol. And that's the thing is when you get sober, you always get a really bad, most people get a really bad sweet tooth. Mm-hmm. But that's because you're taking away all the sugar. Yeah. Even if you drink something that's not very sugary, there's still the fermentation process creates sugar. That's mm-hmm. where the alcohol comes from. So there's sugar in all of it. So back to, I'm sorry, I went on a tangent. No, no, no. I really want you to what explain to us from? like a second fermentation process or something like that. So in the secondary fermentation the process, yeast yeets, yeets the sugar. So what, so that's how yeast yeets the sugar. That's exactly right. I stand by it. I, uh, in prison, that's how they make pruno, which is prison wine. It's literally just like sugar pruno. pruno. Yeah. Really? So they just, no, you take fruit, uh-huh. you take a lot of fruit and like mash it up, yeah. mix it with water, and then you put it in like a plastic bag and you put that into the toilet and let it just sit for days and days and days. Sorry, really quickly. Um, how do you use the toilet? Well, it's in a plastic bag. Yes. Yeah, so you, so just you pull shit it out around it. Oh. Then... oh, okay. Oh, uh, it's probably in the back of the toilet, right? No, no, no. There's oh, no the back of the toilet. You're oh, that's true. <laughs> that's a good point. Says someone who's never been to prison. Yeah. There's no back of a <laughs> toilet. Like, I don't know. It's a straight pipe situation. Yeah, shucks. <laughs> and, and also, fun fact: what you can do is you can flush the toilet because all the pipes are interconnected because it's a straight pipe, and you can communicate with the people <gasps> above and below you. So would you play like little songs for each other? Be like. Well, when I was in Duval County, it was uh, the female floor was above us. And so you would, like flirt? They would flirt. Yeah, I didn't. Mm. Oh. It take, you have to be in there for a long time to figure out True. how the system works. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Wait, yeah, they so had like, a, what would they do when they were trying to flirt with you through the pipes? Hey, let me let me get that booty hole, girl. Oh, they would say that to you? No, not to me. I'm saying that's how they would flirt. Oh, I'm confused about... So what the guys in my cell would, would flush the up. toilet and then shout up through the pipes to the female floor. Got it. Hey, girl, let me get that booty hole. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I thought the girls were like shouting down to you. Oh, and yeah, the they would shout down like, too. Oh, my God. And they were like, <laughs> what a gentleman. You can't handle this booty hole. Nice. No, I don't. It's <laughs> it's like, I'll rip your dick off or something. I killed my last boyfriend. <laughs> That's how much I love. I love you so much. Just want to cut your throat and bathe in it. <laughs> All right, we got That's off true track. love. Where did we start? Kim no, is like, the greatest love song ever written. Like, stop <laughs> stand by it. I stand by that. Have you ever heard Kim? Yeah, of course. By You've never heard Kim? I think I probably have. It's when where I was he cuts her throat. Way too young to hear Kim. Yeah. There, yeah, I listened to a lot of Eminem when I was very Hell young. yeah. High five. Let's do it. I love that Eminem. Is An older music. brother vibe. You know. Eminem, I, I still, and Marshall, you you know you're more than welcome to come on the show whenever you want. Um, well, we're both sober. He's really? got 11 years. Oh, good for him. Yeah, yeah you got to do it for Haley. You, well, and well he had to adorable. do it for himself, which he talks about not afraid of oh. the song. He had to do it for himself, but probably did it I think the line is, uh, I had, I did it for me, but subliminally, I probably did it for you. Yeah. Um, okay. Because you helped me become a brand new me. Something, I forget the line. Damn, All right. We're damn, dropping damn. bars. We're dropping bars. I know. Bars. I was like, can we sing a song on this show? Did it for me. Together? Yeah. All right. One, two, three. Hit it. <laughs> <laughs> I could get down with some musical improv. <laughs> me, 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 me. I All know right, how to so. beatbox a little bit. It's like... <laughs> Oh shit! Okay, we're we're off track. Let's get back to disaster. This is a disaster. Spitting all over the mic. Listen. Um. So, fifty security guards. Yep. Six beers per person. Six per beers order. per person. Uh, early in the game, the Texas Rangers had a five-one lead. God, the Texas Rangers were putting it on them. So, but the, before the pitch for 
the first pitch was even thrown, people were like going for it. They were getting after it. So you could literally order six beers, stand to the side, Mm -hmm. chug six beers, Mm -hmm. and then just get back in line. Yeah. yeah. And that's what people were doing. They weren't even going back to their seats. So funny. So like, Brennan, has there been a time where you're like, oh, this is this is what we're doing. And you just like buckle in yeah. to like, and then two drinks and just. Every day that I would drink. Y- yeah. You're like, we're going for it. We're go- yeah. Every time. It's <laughs> probably why they said I had a problem. <laughs> um, couple of things that pop out to my head. Uh, when we played in the new Orleans bowl, we were on bourbon street and shocking. A lot of the bars didn't check IDs. Mm-hmm. Like if you show yeah. up as a big group of these college athletes, they'll just let you in because mm. they know more people are going to come to like hang out with the athletes. Yeah. So they just let us all in and you had to be 21 to get into the bar. So the bartenders aren't IDing people. Yeah. So that was one where I was like, oh, we're fucking going. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do this. Guys. And it, I think it was a cop on Bourbon Street like was told one of our teammates. He was like, I don't because we were walking around with like those hand grenades and stuff and he yeah, goes yeah. why don't you guys just buy a bottle and walk because you open oh, yeah. you can have open <laughs> containers <laughs> yeah oh, shit. well well no, well in two ways yeah yeah um so <laughs> and carry and open carry. and open carry in new orleans there is no open container laws mm-hmm. so you can just walk around with like a bottle and drink and then yeah. so one of the the cops told one of our teammates they're like why are you getting these sugary drinks like just go get a bottle and drink it <laughs> and and the cop like, was like, "Don't be a pussy. Yeah, don't be a little bitch. Sack up." So yeah, that was one. And then there's a couple other times, like when I came back to visit from college, and I thought I was hot shit. Where I was like, "Oh, we're getting after it." Yeah. And oh, you just start throwing up like two hours in, and you're like, <sighs> And it's that violent throw because I've given myself alcohol oh. poisoning a lot. So it's one of those things where it's like you can't take it back. Like mm-hmm. once it absorbs into your system, oh, you're yeah, poisoned. Yeah, yeah. Like that's like literally you. That's how you get alcohol poisoning, and you're poisoned. You're like, like, I guess I just eat bread. Yeah. So you you just know, like <laughs> I really? would like violently like yeah. it was like projectile like would be vomiting, and I talk about this in the one man show. But then it gets to a point where you have to drink alcohol to try and settle your stomach, but then you just keep throwing up. Oh, that's yeah. Well, so I was I've, gonna say like you could try oh. to eat bread, but then you just vomit it. Yeah. Back yeah. Up. As like, soon yeah. as something for, touches like, your mouth, you immediately just have a gag yeah. reflex. Yeah. Because your body's like, get everything out now. Yeah. My problem in college was when I would I would get stoned and then I'd be like, I don't know how drunk I am because I'm also stoned. <laughs> that cocaine did that to me in like college and post-college. The cocaine did that to me. Well, the problem with cocaine, cocaine is... Yeah, I was like, why are you saying it like that? <laughs> I don't know. The problem, <laughs> cocaine nibs. The problem with it for me... Was the fact that even if it was really shitty cocaine, it would still like amp you up. Mm. So you had no bearing. So all the work I did trying to figure out where my tolerance was the five years previous was just out the window. So you would wake up with the most extreme hangovers because you're feeding your body more booze Mm -hmm. because you can take it because of the cocaine. But then you'd wake up and you'd be like, oh, I think I'm going to – like there was one point I was so hungover after the first time I got alcohol poisoning – where I couldn't even turn my head. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally turned my head Jeez. and then just throw up because, oh like, just the, that little motion, I was and like, like, the vertigo with it. Yeah. Oh, I've yeah. totally had that. Yeah, where you're, you're like, like, I cannot move from this one spot. Yeah, you literally just can't move. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, anyway. Have you ever been so dehydrated from drinking that you can feel it in your body when you drink water? Of course. I, I sometimes am just so dehydrated. I was going to say, I think it just happens. Water tastes 
delicious. I've had it before where <laughs> I It's different sometimes, you know. I've been like, so hungover or so dehydrated that I've chugged water and I can literally feel like cooling in my hands yeah. because I'm like, "Oh, I was so dehydrated. Yeah. There was nothing it's in like me." Like going through your bloodstream. Yeah, you can feel it. That's, yeah. Oh, that's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> well, like let me tell you. These people were feeling it the next day for sure. Um chugging beer, you know. But this is really the best part. Because this is just normal Binge drinking, right? It's yeah. Like it's America's pastime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially in Cleveland. Yeah, right? The city's on fire. What else are you going to do? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing. Have a good time. But uh, shenanigans of the nudist variety commence. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> you wrote that line down, didn't you? I did. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> That's a good line. That's what I was like. Eat. There are a few times yeah. I'll like write a joke and I'll be like, ooh, it's like, coming up. <laughs> yes. I said it exactly how I wrote it. Nailed so. it. <laughs> The, this included a woman um, coming down onto the Indians on deck circle, uh, flashing her breasts and trying to kiss the head umpire. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, girl. Shoot your shot. And so. Get you some. Back page. Uh, a naked man ran onto the fil- field and slid into second base. Nice. So they've Ouch. lost control of this entirely. Oh, this is just the tip. So right now, because we're at just the tip, yeah. um, right now our <laughs> – the player's still playing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they're playing throughout the whole thing. Um, the streakers, the flashers. Um, Grieve hits his second home run as, like, a streaker is sliding into second, second base. He's got one sock on and, like, do a they, security guard two? is holding his other sock. What? Do, do they get to count two um, if that guy runs home? <laughs> that's a great follow-up question. I'm going to have to – Dive back into that, but can that man uh, count for a point? <laughs> a father and son duo got down on the field and mooned the uh, Rangers outfield, and Aww. then the fans. You know, that's bonding. Yeah, it that's just, really cute. Yeah, it's just good old fashioned fun. Um, so the streaking, mooning, flashing, all of that was a big, big part so, of this game, but not even close. Okay. To like, are the police there at this point? The we have the 50 security guards. No, I know we have them, but I, at some point when people start breaking laws, you have to call the police in. That's a great point, Brennan. Thank you. And we will definitely get there. So at some point, the 50 security guards stop trying to like to secure, yeah, just let them to go. Secure. And the inmates are running the asylum now. But it gets worse. It's like a virus. You just have to let it burn itself yeah. out. That's honestly, that's what we should do with COVID. <laughs> Everyone stop getting vaccinated. Take off your masks. That's a great idea. I think that's the greatest mouth. idea I've ever heard. I'm telling you, I'm not vaccinated. And I, it's the greatest. I told my husband I would leave him if he got vaccinated. I, y'all, I'm not, I'm not even kidding about this. Follow me on TikTok. <laughs> I'm a nurse. I'm a registered I'm nurse. I'm a registered nurse. And I get, yeah, I gave people placebo shots. Yeah, I did that. You're Hell welcome. yeah. You're welcome, America. It's all fake anyway. <laughs> the fuck's going on i'm not getting a magnet in my arm <laughs> seriously i heard one of the things that i did hear that was fascinating and i was like oh that makes so much sense because you know you hear all this echo chamber and all this noise and stuff online and there was a former uh military guy i think it was green beret or something like it was special forces mm-hmm. and he goes we can't even track where we are in the field when we're doing missions because it's so covert you can't use like a lot of heavy radios and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. He goes, if we had the ability to put micro trackers into people, he goes, are you in your fucking mind? Dude, that's what I said. Like when people are like, oh, there's a tracker in the and I'm like, you mean the needle that I saw yeah. that went into yeah. my arm. That 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 was when when a former special ops guy was like, I wish we could track yeah. where we were. Do you know how many times I've shot at my own guys because we just <laughs> didn't fucking know? 
I was like, yeah, yeah. He's, a good, good he's good point. making a lot of good points. He's yeah. like, we could use that. Yeah. We really could. And why would they care about what we're... It's like my ex used to say it all... Or not my ex, I'm sorry. Uh, my sister says it all the time. She goes, you better not write a bit about this. And I'm like, why would I... Not that funny. Yeah, it's not that interesting. <laughs> and then when people oh are like, God. they're trying to track us, it's like, for what, yeah. John? So they can so you, watch you go home and go to work? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. you go to Planet Fitness seriously on the pizza night? Like nobody fucking cares what you're doing, John. Well, we've had I think Hannah and I have had that discussion where like I'll make a joke about killing someone to like my brother or my dad or something, and my dad's voice rings in my ears where he's like, "You better be careful what you say in text messages on the phone because the FBI could be listening." And I was like, "Yeah," and then they would look into me and they'd be like, "She's bored." They're listening to all of us, but they don't care <laughs> yeah, about ninety nine point nine percent of any of us. Yeah, they're like, "She's boring. Who cares?" Yeah. Like, they're, we're not going to pursue this. It's always so funny when people yeah. are like and all of a sudden i'm locked up abroad so yeah don't do it in indonesia <laughs> okay well. that's the place where if you spit on the sidewalk they'll cut your hand off yeah yeah or um no not really oh that's what i've heard i don't think so <laughs> and i just agreed i was like yeah 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 that sounds right indonesia I, I thought it was indonesia though it's like the really strict like you're not allowed to chew gum no that's else. singapore singapore but i don't know i also don't think that's true I think that's a common myth. I'm pretty sure. So you're telling me Burn Notice lied to him. <laughs> um, Brennan's favorite show lied to him? Wow. Wow, Brennan, you're going to have to rethink some things. You can still, I did, one of the best things I did learn about that show is if you want to open a padlock, you can take an air compressor, like a duster, mm-hmm. flip it upside down and spray it because it's, uh, what is it? What it's is like ra- uh, air, air, carbon. Air um, yeah, but it's um, it's the chemical that comes out. It's Rayon. carbon, uh, not carbon dioxide, no, monoxide, something like that. Monoxide, but it freezes. Trioxide. It freezes the lock, and then you just hit it with a hammer. Oh, I will pay good Whoa. money to see you do that. I've done it. What? Yeah, really? I saw it on burn notice. I was like, "There's no way that works." And I went outside and I did it to a padlock, and it just shatters. That's that's awesome. Yeah, it's so fucking. Dude, cool. did you film it for TikTok? No, this is when burn notice first came out in 2005, before TikTok. Okay, that sounds like a weak excuse, but okay. So, huge shout out to Jeffrey Donovan. Thanks for teaching me stuff. <laughs> Always welcome on the pod. <laughs> uh, he's he's had some he's had some problems, if you know what I mean. So maybe not welcome on the pod. Jeez. All right. Well, you invite him on the pod, and then you have a sit down with him. Yeah, you're doing Law and Order now in New York. If you want to come, have come on and come to Jesus. According to you, this is a rest record. <laughs> he has some drinking stories. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> He knows about flirting through pipes. <laughs> These pipes. Sorry, I was like Terrible. trying to find. I was like, did I, did I miss? Okay, so we're nude. We're nude. We're streaking. We're. Well, they're still playing the game. Oh yeah, they're still playing the whole time. That's they're still playing. Awesome. And I feel like so it's. Crazy because you're like, oh, this is a little wild. Like, these guys are just trying to put in a hard day's work at the office. Like, maybe we leave them alone. Nah, fuck that. But they're still, like, they're playing. And at about the fifth inning. um, God, I can't not believe they got through five innings. Innings. Oh, yeah. That's insane. Baseball innings? They get through nine innings. But we're going to get there. Okay. So the fifth inning, they start having supply and demand issues. You know, economics. So all the concessions, they run out of beer. So what they do is they bring up the beer trucks. No, you just stop serving beer. Oh, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Brennan, come on. Come no, on. There's more dimes to collect. Yes, so many more dimes. Pockets full of dimes. So they bring out the beer trucks and they just park them outside the gate. Oh, my God. So. It's like a fire hose. <laughs> They're just spraying. Well, so who do they have serving beer to 25,000 people? Oh, I remember this. Is it? Yeah. Is it big burly guys that kind of keep. 
things go in an order. And no, it's two teenage girls. One is collecting the money and one is filling up the cups. So two teenage girls for 25,000 people. Yeah. Yeah. That's from what my research says. It like sounds like they were all coming to this one. So you would get six beers at a time because you don't want to get back in that line. Yeah, that's true. Well, and so in between innings, people were running across the field to the beer trucks, getting their beers and like running back. And all this while, like there's still a game going on. (laughs) So these girls are trying to fill up beer as fast as they can. Obviously, like tensions are really high. The crowd is rowdy, whatever. So they did what they had to do, which was walked away. Just yeah. let them serve themselves? Just Look, walked away. I get it. Fuck it. Bye. And I'm I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm proud of them. I'm yeah, proud of them. absolutely. Draw up your how boundaries. How many times have we, how many times, especially in our industry, where you're like, you triple staff for the third time, you're like, I think I'm just going to clock out and go home. Yeah, like, you're like, I'm not, fuck I'm not this. doing this anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they were in the weeds big time. They walked away. Uh, so it became, it went from 10 cent beer night to, to free. free beer night. <laughs> so they like, they like hoisted up a table and put it like on top of the beer truck. So like they could have easier access to the taps. Oh, and well they were, they were being inventive. That's yeah. kind of nice. I'm impressed. Like if I were five beers deep, I don't think I could like hoist a table to make a beer. Or- some engineers, some out of work engineers yeah. in the crowd. <laughs> Seriously. They're like, I used to be an engineer for that factory over there. And oh boy. <laughs> I learned a lot. So uh, they're running across the field to get more beer. Uh, and so at this point, the game did like a little like Joe Pesci from uh, Goodfellas where it's like, hey, you're funny. And he's like, oh, I'm funny. I'm funny. Like a clown. Oh, like funny. Like I amuse you. And you're like, oh, fuck. Like, so that's kind of the tone of the game does that shift, right? Yeah. Good times. Great oldies. Now we're good. Oh, fuck. So everyone has that moment, mm-hmm. that line yeah. when you have one drink too many and then. Yeah. And then you see everything happening around you and you're like, oh, no, this is bad. This is bad. I need to get out of here. Yeah. Right yeah. Now. Like, how the fuck do we get out of here? So um, New York Subway is a lot like that, too. <laughs> you get when you get on a car and you're yeah, like, it's especially late night and you're like, oh, yeah, we're fine. We're fine. And then by like the second stop, you're like, oh, I need to get I need to switch cars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Now. I just walked through. So. uh Leron Lee of Cleveland hit a line drive and hit the Rangers pitcher, Ferguson Jenkins, right in the stomach. Right in the tummy? Right in the tum-tum. Yeah. But caused him to fall to the ground. He didn't barf or shit. So good for you. Good for you. Ferguson. Uh, The fans in the upper deck of Municipal Stadium were like, hit him again, hit him again, harder, harder. Like they're- (laughs) They're out for blood. Yeah, they're out for- Did he look up to the- Did he look up to the stands and go, are you not entertained? Um, I don't think so, but I, again, I will look back into this. So <laughs> that's where Russell Crowe got it. <laughs> uh, as the game Russell continued was at Tencent Beer Night. Oh my god! Oh, that's be the best part about Disco Demolition is that like one of the random fun facts is that Michael C. Hall was there. Oh yeah, <laughs> from like Green Mile. The actor. <laughs> yeah, it was like there as a kid. He was like, yeah, I stole Michael C. Hall from um, from Dexter. Oh, or am I thinking Michael? Who am I thinking? Michael C. Hall is the right one. Dexter is... That's Michael C. Hall. Because isn't Michael C. Hall in... Um... Pause for IMDb. Yep. Oh, there's no pauses. This is just... <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure it's Michael C. Hall. Yeah, you're right. Michael C. Hall is in Dexter. Okay. But is it the one I'm thinking of who's also in Green Mile? I think he would have been a, a little kid 
in the 70s, Michael C. Hall, right? Oh, maybe he's like 50. Are you talking about Michael Clark Duncan? I, in fact, I am. Yeah, <laughs> nice. So Great job. Very different. <laughs> yes. How different, though? Absolutely. Uh, Michael Clark Duncan has probably 10 inches on Michael C. Hall <laughs> yeah. and about 140 he's like this pounds. He's giant dude. And he's oh, also yeah. black. He's also yeah. black. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is different then. Okay. All right. Well, we- one of the saddest moments in film, Michael Clark Duncan in the movie The Island with Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Isn't that the movie about the clones? Yes. Yes. I only know it because of how did this get made? I've oh, never really? seen yeah. it. There, I only, I've never, I've, I've, it was on TNT good. one time and I was flipping back and forth, but there's a scene with Michael Clark Duncan where he dies, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, in the very beginning. And yeah, I yeah. was like weeping because yeah, they don't so realize scared. they're clones and yeah. he's so, ta- he's like scream to see this giant man like, oh, I'm so scared. I was well, like, oh, I'm scared too, Michael Clark Duncan. Well, and they only have like a fifth grade ed- education yeah, or something so like that. So they don't know how to they, express. Uh, yeah, like he has no uh, idea what's he's happening. He's just like screaming and crying because he's so scared he doesn't want to die. Isn't that like, all? no, I guess not. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So, so back to. They're out for blood. They're like, hit him again harder. Uh, the game continues and the fans continue to like throw hot dogs. I don't understand s- how they're not just calling the game. Great question. The show must go on. The show must go on and it does, but it just gets worse. Nice. So they're throwing hot dogs. One of the uh, Rangers players, I watched this like little clip. He was like, I probably had like 15 to 20 pounds of hot dogs thrown at me. <laughs> God. <laughs> Never heard of like a hot dog measurement being like in pounds. pounds yeah, <laughs> it was like how many wieners is that? <laughs> That's got to be so many. Well, wieners. they weigh hundreds of wieners. They weigh a few ounces each. So what? Two, three wieners makes a pound. So that's two At or three times wieners. five. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. At least 15 to 20 I'm would sorry be this pounds. happened to you, man. They have like a t-shirt cannon <laughs> for wieners. I mean, that sounds like what my ex. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I actually need a second Shoot to connect. Off. Yeah, right? No, she was getting the t-shirt can. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Not that X, different X. Good for her. Yep. Okay, I, I'm kind of there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I kind of got there. Uh, so they're spitting on Texas's Mike Hargrove. Uh, they're throwing oh. cherry bombs into. <gasps> That's dangerous. The uh, Rangers dugout. <gasps> Those are explosives. In like a. Yeah. Contained environment, and yes. this is in the seventies, so those are like explosives. actual explosives. <laughs> so, what's funny about this is because they're like, oh, like ten cent beer night really like was the catalyst, to, and I was like, well, they showed up with cherry bombs and firecrackers. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, I could, I could buy in the seventies. Everyone just has a pocket full. Of <laughs> that's true. I wouldn't Everyone's disagree like, with that. I don't know what I need these. I'm just a little scamp. These are the my emergency uh, firecrackers yeah. and bottle rockets. And this guess is... we got to scare some people. Yeah. <laughs> like, what else are we gonna do? We don't have to work. Ah, oh, Jimmy, Listen. to bring the firecrackers. <laughs> it's the <laughs> '70s. We're gonna play stickball. I sure did, Sal. <laughs> Let's go to the empty lot behind my house. It's like a 20. You got like a Yeah, I know. I'm in the wrong decade. (laughs) Fine by me. Listen here, see? (laughs) We're going to go there and we're going to tune up these toonies. (laughs) It's the sand lot, but it's like way more violent. (laughs) Yeah. They're just taking the bat and hitting each other over the face. (laughs) (laughs) How does it end though? I'll tell you. So over the PA system, they're like, please don't throw anything on the field. Please stay in your seats. And they're like, ah, fuck you. Yeah. And so they, of course. Who is this voice of God? Yeah. They just ramp it up, obviously. So they give up making announcements. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, so I'm like, surprised it took that long to give up. Right? So but this whole story, I'm like, I'm surprised it took that long. <laughs> oh, this whole thing keeps going. And, I figured they would just bomb the stadium. We're by like now the third at the inning. ninth inning. And, and this is awesome. Miraculously, somehow, Cleveland has tied up the game. So oh, they're shit. not only still playing baseball, they're still like scoring. They're still playing. They're, they're still, still like, trying to play. That yeah. was the plan. Actually, they were like, we're going to distract, <laughs> yeah. distract the other team. And that probably worked. Uh, but everything just keeps devolving. Like there's just more and more mayhem. So the ninth inning, a fan runs out onto the field and tries to grab off Rangers player um, Jeff Burrow's hat. He's just like, I thought it'd be funny. I just ran out there. I grabbed his hat and then he drops it. Oh, and so he the ultimate sign of disrespect. Exactly. Like the whole crowd goes silent. Drop a man's hat. And so he's like, I bend down to pick it up and I look up and Jeff Burroughs is standing over me. And I was like, that's got to be really scary. And he was like, yeah, I was like, oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. And he kicks the the fan really hard in the thigh. Well, in doing this, he kind of like stumbled over his own feet. Because, again, baseball players, not athletes. <laughs> I was like, to Brennan's point. Good point, Brennan. Thank you. So Billy Martin, the manager for the Rangers, Rangers. thought that uh, – The fan was attacking him. Exactly. The fan was attacking Burroughs. So Billy Martin grabs a bat and he's like, let's <gasps> go, boys. Yeah. Leads the whole Rangers team out into the outfield. He turns to the Rangers bench and goes, Spartans, what is your profession? <laughs> See, I was picturing oh, like oh, – <laughs> oh. In my head, it was like a West Side Story, like choreographed, like da 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 da. See, I have brought Someone's more soldiers playing the triangle. Ding 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 ding. No, ding, he had a bat. He had a bat. No, he got. A, he had a bat. For sure, had a bat. Led all of them out into the outfield to like defend their player, oh right? Oh my god! And this is like boom. Everyone, C comes down. Yep, hundreds of fans. Like, and you hear like the announcers. They're like, I've never seen anything like this. There has to be two or three hundred people on the field right now, and the um, sorry, Aspermonte, Ken Aspermonte, the stop being bored, Brennan. I'm not bored. uh, The manager of of the Indians was like, oh, we can't let the Rangers fight. The yeah. fans alone. We have to so fight. They go out there. Oh, now it's like a this is how World contest. War Two started, by the yeah. way, <laughs> and World War One. This whole entangled alliances. Entangled alliances. Yeah. yeah. So the Cleveland Indians are essentially fighting their own fans. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: if the the other team whose name I forgot, the you, know, you just said it, the Texas yeah. Rangers, if they are fighting people, then that means they have bigger dicks than the Cleveland yeah. Indians. Yeah. And so they need to prove that their dicks are also as big. Everyone's got to pull down their pants and show their dicks. We'll wait. Metaphorically. <laughs> Metaphorically. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Not. Uh, I mean, there was probably some dick viewing earlier. <laughs> oh, there, there were there were streakers. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Actually, one of the streakers, like I saw, like a still like black and white photo of him. And I was like, okay, packing. <laughs> I mean, like I couldn't see his dick, but he was like. Hot. It's yeah. all that like good shape radiation from the <laughs> river on <laughs> <The> fire. fire. <laughs> well, so that's the other thing too is like if you're gonna. So that's my whole thing is like because I don't have a very impressive penis. So if I ever was gonna streak, <laughs> I'd have to do it in like a jock strap or something. Do you just hold a hand? Yeah. While you're running. That's yeah. yeah that's that does. Yeah, that doesn't. You just <laughs> you start running in circles because you only got one arm to well, use. Because that's the thing is like especially in the the grower community can understand this. <laughs> 
um, versus the shower community. But there's just sometimes where you you just don't get naked. Everybody knows that. <laughs> I mean, it could on the other side of that, like you could be a never nude. What's a never nude? Oh, a never nude is like people like, that are never naked, like Arrested Development, where David Cross's character yeah. showers with his jeans on. Yeah, yeah. jorts. Yeah, it's so good. it's a real thing. God, yeah, check it out. So. To wrap this whole thing up, uh, Ken Aspermonte leads his players out and Charge. he's like realizing that some of their lives were in danger. He told his crew, he's like, let's get out there. He's so, like, oh, there have been bombs in the, the building, in, yeah, in the building but now we're in danger. So they literally were fighting armed fans. So Fuck what, yeah. what were they armed with, you ask? Great question. Yeah. Definitely beer, but that inhuman drunkard strength. Hold out seats. <laughs> so knives, chains, fireworks, parts of stadium seats. Wow. That they had fashioned <laughs> into weapons. Excuse me. That's uh, that was my first go to because I was like, oh, if I was at a stadium and someone charged me, I would just rip the seat out and fucking. That doesn't Crazy. occur to me to ever rip something off a state like. Uh, yeah, well, some of us think differently. <laughs> some are more creative, Amanda. Yeah, <laughs> making we- weapons. So they have all of this shit, and they're just like hitting players. Like um, one guy took a folding chair to the head. Fuck yeah, he did. Like it, it was just an all-out. Cue the Stone Cold <laughs> music. <laughs> Someone has a vase from out of nowhere. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I brought this from home. So uh, bases were stolen, which I think we all know that's really hard to do. Yeah, they're in the ground. Yeah. Really pretty far, right? Yeah, they're drilled in like a foot down. Yeah. So Michael Clark Duncan, though, steal the bases. There you go. So uh, the rioters pelted the players with cups, rocks, bottles, hot dogs, radio batteries, popcorn containers, (laughs) and folding chairs. The umpire, Nestor Schlack, eventually called the game... As a forfeit in favor of Texas. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, Shellac was hit in the head with a stadium seat. Also, like... Forfeit this asshole. (laughs) Yeah. He was like, you know what? We are done now. We are. We're done. So how did they stop? Because we got to wrap up soon. How did they stop? How did they contain it? So, um, riot... Police were called. Fuck yeah. Sure. Um, SWAT team was called. Four hours too late. But they yeah. eventually yeah, right? tear gassed the whole. I field. said bomb it, but they tear gassed it. They tear gassed it. You and in a case like that, you have to do the whole thing. There's yeah. No... Oh yeah. Uh, they cut the lights and like evacuated everybody. Yeah. Right. Oh well, you cut the lights and just shoot in tear gas. So Dan oh, Coughlin, they'll go home on their own at that point. And and they did. Yeah. Uh, so Cleveland sports journalist Dan Coughlin said that uh, everyone had left, like the lights were out, like everyone had been evacuated, but there was like 15 teenagers standing on the Rangers dugout, oh, like on top awesome. of it. And they were like, <laughs> I love come back out here, you bussies. And like, they're just sh- shouting at the Rangers to come like finish the fight. And he goes up there and he's like, guys, what do you do? Like everyone's they're, gone. They're gone. Go they're not home. even here. Like go home. And one of the kids like reached out and just like punched him, like <gasps> popped him right in the face. And he said, quote, it didn't even stagger me. The kid hit like a girl. <laughs> I, bet. I don't like the sexism behind that, but he's like, ah, you little bitch. I bet uh, they were like, oh, we were waiting online for beer when all the fun <laughs> stuff was happening. So we missed the tear oh. gas and everything. <laughs> tear ga- have you been tear gassed? I have not. Have, have you? you been tear no. gassed? No. It's not fun. No? Oh, what happens? Imagine. I was just like it breathing burns. in fire, ammonia. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. I have- I've um, been maced more than I've been tear gassed, but I've, I've, I've <laughs> been- 
Stop bragging, Brennan. <laughs> mace is the Oof. fucking worst. Pepper spray, mace, that's the worst. I need to get me some of that shit. Because it doesn't I get out. The ones that the cops use are like a gel. Ugh. So it doesn't come off. Ew. No, it just sticks right on your face. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. That sounds awful. Yeah, it's like uh, super hard to get out. We too. did. I was um, bartending in San Diego and we had like this big, these big open air windows on the front of the restaurant. And somebody had like cruised by and sprayed like mace or pepper spray or whatever. And so all of a sudden everyone's like. <gasps> oh, yeah. <laughs> and then all is like a whole restaurant. There's like 200 people in there. Everyone's like. <laughs> like dying. Capsaicin, that shit will oh fuck God. your day up. Dude, it fucked up like 200 people were oh. just like. That's the chemical that makes things spicy is capsaicin. Yeah. And it, yeah. you get it in its rawest form. That's what they use in pepper spray. Yeah. It's so just. Insane. It's like the hottest of hot pepper, like just yeah. boil. It's like an extract of it's pepper. It's like if you ever like cut pepper and then like touch your eye accidentally. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. Probably that. Don't touch your eye. Don't touch your vagina. A million. Oof. Don't do it. You've don't done do that it. before? Yeah. Anyway, so the kid hit like a girl, didn't even knock Dan Coughlin down. Uh, that's that. The day ended with 60,000 beers being consumed, probably more, 19 streakers, seven vicious injuries needing medical attention, and nine arrests. Wow. Cleveland vowed to never do 10-cent beer night again. Smart. Until a month later. They did it again? Yeah. They kept doing it. (laughs) Fucking. And that is the story of 10-cent beer night. That is a disaster. That was a disaster. That was good. That was a good crossover because we not only talked drinking stories and touched on some of ours, but we also mm. did a disastrous style podcast. Yay! So plug everything one more time. Tell everybody where they can find the like, podcast, Hannah. everything like that. <laughs> Hannah, she has a, a, a good list in her head. I'm like, um. <laughs> Amanda's like, no, no over to Hannah. <laughs> Google it, I guess. <laughs> Is well, that's my dumb? Facebook plug. <laughs> yeah, Google So it. we are Disastrous Pod on Instagram. Uh, we are Disastrous Lee Pod on TikTok and Twitter. And we are like disastrous podcasts on Facebook. Perfect. You can find us uh, just about everywhere you listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Disastrous, D-I-S-A-S-T-R-O-U-S. Uh, and, you know, leave leave some love. Yeah. Yeah. We Subscribe, comment, like. Yeah. Thank you two so much for coming on. This was a lot Thanks of fun. Thank you for having us. Thank you, everybody, for listening at Brennan T. Comedy on social media, brennantcomedy.com. Check out the sports show, Cheers from the Press Box, and then also the new Positivity Podcast with me, Matt Fulcheron, and Daniel Torado called The Power of How. And we'll talk to you all next week. We love you and respect you. Bye. 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 That was fun. <laughs>